Recording in progress. Hello, hello. Uh, welcome. I believe this is the fourth episode. If not, shall be the fourth, no matter what. Oh, boy. Influencers, am I right? So, when I was in the middle of my running swamp last year, in the middle meeting, at the beginning, I, I went through my steps that athletes like take when we experience a slump. We really, we have our own unique mental checklist that we carry with us athletes. We look around outside of the world around us saying, okay, you know, it's not my relationship, not the way I eat. It's not the effort I've been putting into because I've been showing up to practice all day. And this is theoretical. Uh, you know, I imagine somebody who trains semi-professionally to professionally on a regular basis, like a baseball player. These, the, you know, I've been showing up to practice thing with the girlfriend or the boyfriend or the wife or the husband family's good you know you you go through your initial check and when everything checks out okay on those mental checklists You know, we seem to roll back to the thought, hmm, maybe I just lost my discipline. Maybe I'm just unmotivated. We don't really like to admit that we hit a wall. It's definitely a wall we didn't see coming. Otherwise, we could have jumped over it. We could have put our brakes on and slowed down. You know, whatever superstition or trick or method you have, we all have it. You know, there's that one runner that PRs every time. I don't mean Puerto Rico, but he PRs every race when he wears these socks or she wears this particular jersey or safety pin from the first race that you ever participated on. And, you know, we all have, we have our rituals. We have our race day rituals. Look how many of us post our pre-race photos are our bibs on top of our laid out gear with our fancy gels and it's fun believe me i love love it because it's so pretty 
like, oh, this is going in my memory book. And like, I think I have to put out, I definitely have it saved to go in a, in a memory book or on the wall, uh, an actual wall. Um, <laughs> you know, then we start actually after checking all the external factors, we go, okay, well, did we do a ritual? Did we do this? Uh, but you know what I'm saying? Like, we would definitely make sure that we did our race day ritual. Say that nine times fast. Race day ritual. There you go. <laughs> And even though, you know, maybe the guy's socks really just drives everybody away, and that's why he's running faster than everybody. I, what's the real story there, sir? You know what I mean? Like, no, no I'm teasing. Anybody who does that, keep doing it. Just try not to go, try not, you know, make sure I'm not downwind. Appreciate it. Thanks. Uh, moving on. So if we saw this wall coming, it really wouldn't be much of a mystery. Where I'm at in the book that I'm reading has, has me like really all science fangirl because it's talking about the concept of pain in our prefrontal cortex. And as I was making my runs this week and really doing things that would normally perpetuate a pain response, I, I actually paid closer attention. I paid attention to where my thoughts were going, how they were forming. Uh, the moment my body sent or actually that moment that spot in that exact side of my brain received an ow message. And whenever I received that first ow message, I, I went, okay. Breath is good. Form is good. Feet are good. Uh, I started doing a body and when my mind reached the assessment point of where that pain was radiating from, I started calculating, am I in really, am I in pain? How much pain am I in? How much do I have left to run? And should I listen to my body and slow down? Or is this a particular moment where I can push through and deal with the pain after I'm finished with my run? You know, risk risk injury assessment and 
ultimately, on the run, I felt the most pain. I did decide to walk. And this particular moment, it was just out of respect for my body. Um, my recovery is to the point where I'm, I, I'm not going to risk re-injury, but I'm not going to risk those pain signals becoming louder and more demanding. Um, I pushed through 13.1 miles. I'll say 37 miles. In San Jose, when my body was saying, hey, we really hurt, you know. And what I read online was, listen to your body during training and push it during the race. I'm kind of seeing now that that like me that's a little bit more relevant to people who do relays, hundred yard dashes, all those other fancy track track events where the distance isn't particularly long. Uh At that point in San Jose, again, it, it my body on race day in October 2022, I was not at a point of re-injury. Uh, at least at that point in my slump, I was wise enough to say, if I really have to call this race, I'm going to call it. Uh, I actually did that in, on a scheduled race in November. I woke up the morning of and I couldn't even make it to the living room at my parents. And so I'm like, I'm not going to go run a half marathon in the rain. I will catch another event. So you listen, you, you begin to listen as your training intelligent rises. Intelligence rises. Uh, no, and, and, but San Jose, my, how I made it to the train, take that mile walk to my hotel. It was sheer will, it was determination. And it's exciting to read it in a book because, yes, I was in pain. I felt pain. But somehow, pain scale didn't register on my brain. Uh, it, it could be partially because the, the runner's high. That particular race, I experienced the runner's high for the first time. Uh, so I went, wow, I have to run three hours to experience this. It was nice. It, it lasted for like two and a half weeks afterwards. You know, mainly because I didn't have 
the harsh reality of having to return to a toxic job. So I, that's probably a large part of the longevity of it. But every day since I, like from October through the better part of December, the pain in my body became more and more excruciating. And I trained for San Jose doing yoga, uh, because, you know, it was strength training. I was like, well, I literally just ran in April. And right now I want to rest, but I want to be active. And the particular yoga style that's taught is a really athletic form of yoga. So it wasn't like we were just sitting... We weren't doing yet yoga where you just choose a pose and lay in it for three to five minutes. And generally in the end, the poses are softer and just meant for the energies to travel, the anxiety energies, the stress energies to just melt seamlessly out of your body and process that way so you know it was movement-based yoga it was pretty intense we were doing really cool poses and our movements and a lot of in the gym they call it a bike peak but what you're really doing is a downward facing dog or a dolphin pose or sphinx uh, you know, so to say, well, I have no idea what yoga does. It's actually more of a fallacy now because many athletic trainers have implemented yoga, but they just rename it. So it seems very cool. Uh, you do a dead bug. And dead bugs, uh, red bug is... It's like a half-happy baby, except that they, they just make you move your arms and they put a little bit more movement to it. And if my recollection serves, there's actually a parallel yoga pose. Who's that? So it, it really, it's all interconnected, uh, except yoga, you are expressively and exclusively concentrating on the limbic the opening up of the hips you know you're exclusively focusing on just that instead of strength conditioning and training but what i really want to talk about are the social media influencers. I was first introduced to those like full force because in my soul searching, I am searching for a community. 
community atmosphere. Whatever that picture looks like, I am searching for that feeling of community. I'm searching for those people who reciprocate. They're never going to give up on you. And whatever support that you need, you know, I, I might go to Billy for emotional support. I might go to Susie for motivational support. It, or the fluff it around. I might go to Let me see. I'm trying not to use the name I know. I might go to I might go to Susie for hey, do you want to buy me food support? You know, it's <laughs> hey, do you want to cook for me? It, it you know, it, it's no. Uh, <laughs> No, no, I, I, I do not date based on um, on hunger, like literal hunger, uh, believe me. The dating pool these days on my end, I've, I've seen them in, and I will remain spiritual until there is one that shows me that he is worth me letting in and me being vulnerable with. So he may not have a lot of hard work to do, but I am going to have to see actions over words. And he is really, really going to have to prove that he's not going to get scared. He's not going to get scared because he feels an emotion. He's not going to get scared because he cares about me. He's not going to get scared because I eat. <laughs> that is that is definitely one thing I'm very upfront about. And I love that we as runners embrace the cause of eating. It is a fantabulous thing to do. We get to experience so many foods. We get to eat it constantly. And... We get to, we get to, you know, ah, we get to eat. Yay, come run, come run. You get to eat too. <laughs> um, I'm going to actually touch on that too. But the influencers. I am so disappointed that Instagram hasn't really hooked on to pointing a new phrase for the influencers that run the running world on Instagram. You have the lady who is, is wonderfully open and loves to share her running experiences through laughter and very funny but corny stories sometimes you have the guy in california who is so sweet he is a great influencer he's a great motivator and you could tell that he really he really cares 
you have the guy in Dallas that loves tacos and always seems to find a dinosaur on his run. Uh, you have the plant guy who has some really great running advice. Uh, it sounds uh, it sounds like he's a coach, but I, I thought he lived in California too. So I'm not really great with questions. I just I just follow by vibe and feeling. You have the ladies up north in New York. Uh, one lady who shares honestly what a victory it is to consistently complete a race, no matter what that finish time is. She has a great following. She has a very unique approach to life. It's raw. It's honest. But it's it's beautiful. It's life. What what is life? Life is raw. Life. Life is raw, baby. And if you can't be honest about that, then I think. I, there are also some ladies, uh, she also lives in New York, and she really has some great motivation. I don't want to say names, uh, but I feel, I hope they know who they are, because I follow them, and I'm talking about them. Uh, they have really, a really great umbrella of running nutritionists, uh, a lot, one of the dietitians. she helped me get through the dysphoria that I was feeling from April through the end of these and the end of this year. She's right. We need to be fueled runners. And yes, there was there are runners who have passed away from clogged arteries and not so healthy lifestyles. And we as runners really love to present a complete picture of being bulk fit, super fast, super healthy, you know, super chill, super fantastical long lives. But unfortunately, there are health concerns in the running community. Uh, you know, I had underlying health concerns that had nothing to do with my diet. I've been eating a clean diet of protein, chicken, and practically a plant-based diet. Like, chicken was literally the only meat that I ate. And it, it works for me. That's my ancestral diet. That is, that is work, that's what works for Melissa. Unfortunately, hang on, you're about to give some beeping. That's my dinner. I'm going to run. <laughs> I am going to run and take it out of the oven whenever it goes. But it, the, that particular dietitian and the ones that started following after her who have equally the same amount of great advice in another perspective.
I made a homemade pepperoni calzone for dinner because I am running tomorrow. It's not going to be a long run, but a few a, a few bites of the whole thing really wouldn't hurt. Uh, so that particular I'm going to start calling them Instagram motivators because that's what they are. I would be very interested to meet the person who can influence somebody to run. Now, if you have, if you're, if you're promoting a company, yes, you are an Instagram influencer because you're marketing a product to runners and you're trying to influence the market goods. However, these people that I speak of, I apologize. My dishwasher just said, what? You just let the Ollie get in on this show and you're not even going to introduce me? Girl, mira, donde esta su cabeza, chica? Miralo. Hola, que pasa? But I, but I, 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 talked to, I talked to her and she, she says, okay, I'll, I'll take a nap. But anyway, so you can influence when you are selling a particular item. Oh, look. This brand of, uh, this brand of running shoe. Oh, look, 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 pretty. Pretty, pretty, pretty. That's not the same about, that's not the same as saying, hey, look, go get your shoes fit, you know, invest. Because you're still, I mean, I guess, I guess I could relent and say you're influencing on that because you're giving advice and you're trying to influence the running community to be a little bit more aware in the choices that they have. But a lot of a lot of the people who are online, they gen genuinely are, they're motivators. They are people who are self-supporting themselves. They have a lady who, once I'm finished with this one, I'm gonna look at my schedule. She is a pacer for marathons. And You know, to place that in an influencing bucket seems to be an unfair fit. And it's also a lot of 
the material that they are sending to these running people. It's catchy. It's catchy. And I love watching it. I love watching the 40 that I follow, the 40 different views that a point of view about a runner who comes home starving after their long run or the long race or shopping for new shoes. I love, I love the motivator that does that because I, I, I do relate to that. It's one of those where I'm like, oh, I want to buy the entire shoe store. Yes, please. I need one of each. But even of the informational guideline, it's it's not very fitting to call them influencers. They might have a positive influence in your life, but it's because they're self-cheerleading themselves. And they're sharing their journey. They're sharing their feeling of love and excitement on their journey for running. They're, they're sharing their stories about how they got into running and why they keep running. And a lot of them are amazing like i like a few of them i would have i, I would have never guessed and i feel that it was incredibly great in fact they you know i tried i tried a few everybody does but i eventually found my little niche of the corner market. And by the time an audience finds me, I am going to have a more developed show, a more developed concept. I am actually going to be able to legally counsel and bring my show to the next level in that way. Again, I'm only sharing so much because I'm still kind of figuring out how my emotional journey connects to my run. I know what factors influenced it in 2022. But Essentially, it's not about the numbers. It's not about the factors. It's not even about people who inspired the feelings that I felt in 2022, which were relatively light. And because they were so light on the drama, and I'd already processed the 
like the main part of my dark night of the soul. I was able to meet my friends, meet the last friends that I needed to sit with and really take an inward perspective. It was anchor. It was anchor. I I still held a lot of resentment about never being hurt. About never being part of a supported community or family. I, I'm not I'm not on the best terms of mine, but I'm not going to crash them either because they're only aware of the level that they're aware of. And they are the ones that I really have to have that confrontation with. I can only meet them at a certain level before it hits uh, a communication dead end communication wall. So going forward into this season, my dance is going to be dealing with these walls when they come up. Uh, I'm already I'm already hitting I, uh, I'm only a weekend and I know I'm beginning to drift to that pathway because for a second, I began to pack more on my plate than I, I began to obligate myself to other things and typically when I do that particular thing you know overpack overstack the plate when I overstack it's because For whatever reason, I'm scared. And when I go, what time is it? Oh, and I see those three letters on my schedule. Are you in? And then that force sends me down onto my chair. Or sofa. And then I begin thinking of my to-do list rather than just going out and going running. It's it's such a strange feeling. I love running. I love running. I have not ever 
but last year was the first time that I actually, I I wanted to give it up. I'm like, I don't like running. And I'm like, wait a minute, where's this coming from? Stop with this, Melissa. Stop. Stop with that thought. But I, I realized what I was doing, and that is why I came to the conclusion that I was displacing the feeling onto my form of stress relief. And, and, and people do. People do purposefully get into your head negatively about your running. There, there are instances that people do that. I had to sit and try and figure out what Mr. 2022's motive for that would have been. But then I realized that his, then I realized what his motives were initially. I, I, I realized what he was trying to do. And when I realized what he was trying to do and what he was trying to set up in his little mind, I went, oh, that's why he said it up like It wasn't to get into my head. So at that point, I realized that he really did not mean to say that to me out loud. Now, I, I, I'm going to stick with that because the other... The other one, because there's no, there's no universe where we sat down and had a conversation about my running. So, like I said, like, we really weren't even at that level. He was still feeding me because I, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was still, I was still planning the dates. Or say when we talk, say, hey, why don't we meet at this time? I purposefully said, why don't we meet at this time? Because I wanted to get my run in. I wasn't giving up any of my dates, any of my runs for a date. I went, oh, I could go run. And then I could go, perfect. I, I knew we're both workaholics. So like I said, I'm like, okay, you know, I don't feel like working tonight. Let me go get my run in and then I'm gonna go get my dinner in. And that's all you're gonna hear. But but like I said, whenever he said that, it really did. It it it, it took a few months to process, but it really got into my head. And I had to shake that off. I'm like, you, by standards, you don't even know this person. Why, why would somebody you don't know who you practically just met anyway, why, why did I allow that to take up so much space and energy in my head? I didn't even know I had that amount of energy to spend on that particular comment. Um,
that that I wouldn't say that was causing me hitting the wall. The cause of me hitting my wall last year was definitely nutrition. Definitely completely on the the physical part. My body was run so ragged. That had I had events not occurred as they did at the end of this year, I, I I honestly believe that it would have ended my running. It it it, it would have ended anything that held potential for a, a fitness lifestyle, which is why. When things happen, I immediately go into the concept of reframing the situation. Uh, it's also expressed as looking on the bright side, silver lining, uh, finding the positive in this thing. Uh, this this two shop pack. It's that's that's what that particular therapy concept covers is the adage of this two shall pass. And so I had I have learned to slow down not only in my running pace like that that hurt. Slowing Actively accepting that I was running at a slower pace. Like, before, oh boy, it was early 2021 when I hit my first eight, eight and a half minute mile, which is why I know the cause of my strength in 2021, he was, he was definitely completely to blame. Um, he was somebody who I wrongfully trusted and was a running aficionado like myself. And I thought was my friend like friend, plutonic, in the very basic sense of plutonic. I, but I thought I could trust them. And like I said, the, the tattoo designs that I thought of were very dramatic. And I, I'm glad I didn't, I didn't schedule those. But they, they, they were good, but they were just dramatic as to express the uh, angst in English with my soul. <laughs> I can laugh about it then. I can laugh about it now and I could speak about it with compassion because it was all part of the learning curve. It was all part of a bigger picture. Without that, Betrayal without that heartbreak, 
Um, I would I would not have opened myself up as much as I. I still have moments where I retreat back to the shell. I retreat back to the the Melissa cave. Uh, I, I, in fact, I'm in the middle of doing it right now. I am afraid of community. I am afraid of feeling the reality of support. I'm very successful hiding from it right now. And I plan on being elusive and evasive during the entirety of this weekend. Uh, there, there are moments I can't help. I can't help it right now. This is how I process right now. I'd like to change that. Process how I deal with things when I'm overwhelmed. Uh, like I said, it seems to be some sort of bright side emerging. Uh, you know, my kid was on the, the verge of a really big breakdown. And whatever happened today, she I think whatever she overheard in the teacher conference that I had with her teacher today, she... She must have overheard or seen something that she liked and felt that I had her back because after I got after we left that conference, she she was a very happy and loving child. So I'm glad I was able to feel have her feel supported and loved and protected in the way that she needed. However, I I'd like to feel that. I'd like to experience that. I, I might actually be experiencing that, except it's true what they say with trauma survivors. We need that extra three ounces of reassurance. We need you to do something or say something, or, you know, do something when you say it that you're going to do it. And it's not, not because we're it's because we really do need that. Uh, you know, it's running. Running is a solo sport that you participate in with thousands of people. And sometimes all at once. I can only imagine the hundreds of thousands of people in the New York marathons in Chicago and Berlin and all the top Chinese cities in Boston. I mean, whatever fancy huge event you want to picture. So, 
Imagine, if you will, you have someone who walks into a marathon and the person that he pictures waiting for you, waiting for him at the finish line. Dreams of this moment. We fantasize. Honestly, I, I do. I fantasize about dating someone and have him waiting for me at the finish line. I didn't even want my husband in. So, like, that really should have been an indicator that we were over, like, my first Crescent City Classic. But I was, I, I, I didn't know what that all meant. But now I do. I, I really do. And it is likely, maybe it's not really because I want someone there. It's because I do like the idea of it. I like the idea of a reason to finish. Like, oh, okay, well, someone's waiting for me. I, I you know, push through, push through, push through, push through. It sucks to have to be the bearer of reality on yourself. Uh, when you reach a point when you experience deep depression and you keep looking at your phone and you want somebody to call you and or text you just so that you can say, well, they're the reason why I pulled through this. It, I mean, it, it was horrible. I couldn't even, I had to stop. Oh, so many not recommends in my life, but it, I guess it really did feel similar to sitting there. You know, maybe I'll get a text from that running group that, you know, says they care about me. No, no, nothing on, nothing on them, nothing to Facebook. No. Yeah, yeah, they you when you talk to them. But anybody who's really been through a hard time like that, you know. I, I'm not going to explain it because I don't have the words. Because it's really a feeling more than a word that I have in my vocabulary. Um, because it's not it's not linked to romance. It's not linked to platonic friendship. It's I guess a base desperation of. Whatever superhero syndrome that you want, knight shining armor, princess in shining armor, whatever. But to have to sit there and roughly tell myself when all I want is compassion, that nobody is coming to save me, 
Nobody is coming to help you clean your house. Nobody is coming to help you work through this autistic episode with your child when you are already overwhelmed. It's true what they say. Oh, we find a lot more hurt in our parents and the way they act when we heal because we realize that it's not a normal thing for a parent to ignore the emotional needs of a child that's hurting. It's not a normal thing for a parent to side with your ex. It's not. And it's a delicate situation because you still want that support from whatever parental figure you want it from. And when you say, hey, parent unit, can I just please have a hug? And they can't even give you that? It's, it, it sends you into a wild trip. Because you're like, wow, I'm sitting here watching you treat my child as if it's, uh, you know, I'm not even going to go into that. But it's, it, it's a trip. It's a trip. And so you're like, okay, well, whatever says that we're supposed to grow away from our parents anyway. And... I can, I can accept that. However, I still have emotional support needs. And honestly, the emotions you experience during a race, you still have those emotional support needs at the end. You have so much pride and joy and happiness in you because of the accomplishment of finishing. Even a 5K, you are ecstatic. You would, you would believe you were just crowned Mr. or Miss Universe. Like, you really, it, it feels that. It is a huge accomplishment. I already am anticipating that I am going to spend the good part of crossing that finish line even the imaginary one on the floor in tears because I will be not only processing out so much energy if you want to get science or yoga-ish about it, Buddhist energy, vibe, vibrations. It's, you know, you are pushing that electrical current of emotions through your body. So it's natural that you're going to have a beautiful photo finish, smile, and tears. You know, it's going to be something that I accomplished myself. And it's going to be a process that I went through by myself. I 
do not know. I still can't figure this out. I've done many science experiments. Why are people so scared to begin running? I mean, I might be enthusiastic about running, but it's frustrating when you're like, hey, let's go for a run. And sometimes you can actually get people to agree to, to, agree to it, like they accidentally agree. But then when it's time to ante up, they're like, oh, yeah, you know, I just got a goldfish. And, you know, I'm not really a runner. I do want to. I could never do how fast I want. You never ran with me. Who says I run fast? Dude. But uh, I mean, I, like I said, I I never, I never really understood pace, whatever. I I knew on my watch it had like ticker tick marks and times and smaller times and fluctuations and things like that. But I never really sat down and categorized them. Like seriously. I thought PR was Puerto Rico when I started reading all this yeah, online motivator stuff. Like Puerto Rico. Great choice, but I'm like, what what's that have to do with running? Why are they talking about Puerto Rico and are they confused? And then there was another one where I liked it. I read a person who was like, Yeah, I thought PB was peanut butter. And I'm like I could see PB as peanut butter all day. And I personally feel that's the better fit. There's another term called like suck. And giving my ongoing affair with food a suck. Like, are they, are they giving out sandwiches? Is this sub three? Did they get what is a what is what what does all this food and what they're talking about? Ah, oh, I still don't know what a sub and negative split are. I'm not really trying to find out. I, I, I'm really I'm not at that level on the racing game. I I I, I I'm not trying to find out. I'm trying to finish, and my plan is, my really what disappointed me was that my racing season last year did not go as like between the COVID, between between the missed of 2022, between hitting the ultimate health and physical body wall. Um, and just to reiterate, that really, that was not due to overtraining. That was due to overexerting myself and the dangers of not resting. That was due to the dangers of giving in and submitting 
to the wrong fear, which is the fear of not taking a day off running, not taking a day off of the gym, not taking a day off of yoga. I did not realize just how committed I was to fear. As much as I really ran Mr. 2022 through the mud for being, for acting on fear, I had to really take a look at myself and find out how I was living in fear, how I was running away from my problems and the effects that everything I was doing in that manner was having on my life. And You know what? I, I'm glad I had that good, that that particular look in my life, because at the end of 2022, I experienced something that I didn't realize I was experiencing from the long-term relationship that I had with. Uh, a particular gym community. And it was body shape. It first came to light right after like May-ish, June-ish of 2022. I was working, uh, working extra shifts and one of the former trainers came up to me in the store and he gave me that look that zip up and down and you know that women you know that judgment look that's that I'm scanning your body and I'm looking for insecurities and I had already concluded that his schedule didn't work for me and likely his charge was out of my budget but I still wanted to maintain a friendly relationship so I chat him up hey how's it going blah 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 and his comment to me was oh, why don't you call me because I can see that you're not getting the workout that you want as he scans my body up and down. I can see that you're not getting the workout that you want where you're at right now. Now, I don't know what you and your girl talk about at home, sir, because his girlfriend was a member of the gym I just loved. Uh, but I had I, I stated no complaints to you ever. And it was at that point that I was already aware that something internally was going on with my hormones and my and my organs. Like adrenal fatigue, liver type problems. And so like I said, I already knew that the internal side of my body was off of black. I didn't need this guy to come in and openly body shame me. So I openly sent a message to my gym thanking them for not ever body shaming. This is this is this is a cycle sometimes that I find myself, I didn't this time, 
but I would typically, this is where growth happens. I would typically do something like that. Openly thank the gym, openly thank a person, openly share something. And then later on when I found out that I was incorrect, I, I would typically fall into the cycle of shame, guilt, whatever, etc. So the month wore on and I really did, I felt, I say the month wore on, probably like, and I took a trip back to Puerto Rico. Now, I had done it previously, and I enjoyed it so much that I had taken a vacation just to sleep. Uh, I really wish I could have gotten more rest on that trip, but I wouldn't have changed that trip for all the timelines in the universe, because that was the most spiritual, incredible, uplifting, exciting trip that I had ever taken, that I ever experienced in Puerto Rico. And I mean, I left that island a changed person. I left that island feeling like, a, I mean, I, my family's from Puerto Rico. So I felt left like I currently resided in Puerto Rico. That's how inviting everybody on that island was to me and that's how how close i got to my my family's home on that trip i mean it was and on that trip though there were moments where like there there's one day where it rained and i spent an awesome day just just relaxing and not feeling guilty about being on that beautiful island and not doing something. Um, now, I accidentally walked over 10 miles of the Ekkes in one day. I purposefully walked three miles to uh, a city on the other side of the Ekkes. But then when I was going back later that evening, <laughs> I got lost. And my Dora the Explorer skills need some fine tuning because I was like, well, if I went one direction and got there, surely I could go where this interstate just seems to lead right up around the islands and get to the same point. The short answer is no. No, it was not. I met some really, 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 really beautiful people on that island. Oh, there's more, but you know, you have to. Uh, no, but it really was. It was an amazing trip. I learned that running on hills was hard. 
other place. I need to San Jose. But like this was like ski lift hills were. I'm like, yo, you know, like not like the hill in San Francisco, but like it, it really it was close. Um I'm having a good time reminiscing after that point. Oh, body shutting down is same thing. Uh, I forget how this is connected, so I'm just going to jump ahead. So, oh, oh, yeah, Jim, hello, going to the gym, exercising, working out. Uh, so, but that, that trip, I really did feel the brunt force of the really big need for my body to slow down. Now, of course, I told myself, look, you're applying for school. You could kind of just slow down on that end, you know, go to work, go to school. Well, as it turns out, ultimately, I focused on school and but in between those moments uh, I really did have a huge epiphany if you're tired take your rest do not Allow gym change, body change. It's hard even to fight your own dysphoria and your own body body image perceptions. It's hard. And this is why we allow these trainers to get into our head in a negative Wait. There were other issues at that particular gym that I was funding. And against better judgment, I decided to brush off and just try and avoid that particular trainer because he did make me feel uncomfortable. I didn't enjoy his class. I didn't like the fact that his girlfriend came to that class and eyeballed me like I was some sort of thing trying to take from air. And like, I'm like, honey, I don't want him. I don't fight over men. I learned that when you fight over a man, you're not fighting for a prize. You're not even, for me at least, it would, I don't know why I even fought over my answers. Like, I think I literally just wanted to fight and claim a piece of territory. And I didn't win anything. I did not win, aside from my daughter, there was not one positive thing 
that was experienced in that relationship. So after that ended, I'm like, I'm not fighting over anybody ever again. Whoever wants them can have them because good for them. Um, but no, I didn't. I did not appreciate being eye-darted by this, this person's girlfriend who I didn't even know, who I didn't even talk to in class. Um, uh, you know, I didn't appreciate not being hurt. They, they were essentially private trainers. And I would tell them over and over again, I want to concentrate on this. I want, I want a dedicated to this. I want this. And I would watch patrons skip days, skip weeks, and come back with like seemingly no guilt to missing. Because they, the, the people would point out, oh, it's been blah, blah, blah. And this gym even went us so much to say, like, post a full board about, oh, so-and-so made 100 days, so-and-so did that. In an earlier cast, I mentioned that I knew when I was being body shamed. So this particular gym held events. And at first I thought it was just the, the girls they were flirting with. But again, it would be, I'd attend specialty classes. Say like the Christmas one, right? No post for a group photo. But then they would hold a specialty event on January 1st. So I go to the end of the year one, special event, no photo. But on January 1st, oh, first workout of the year. And there you have group line photo. And again, I'm 38, but being excluded or feeling, even feeling, it, uh, I can't. I can't say for sure. I don't think it's plotted. I don't think they. You know what I'm saying? I didn't. I don't believe that. But I. I still feel excluded, and I'm like, you guys talk to me one way when I'm there, but then that. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not. You're treating me like I'm some sort of secret, hideous creature. And part of that, I will say, it does, it is. It's part of my trauma issues. It's part of my ex-husband hiding me for seven years for what reason. The last date my ex-husband and I went on was, I'm not going to count our Disney trip that we got engaged and that we were still with his family. I'd say the last date was maybe six months prior to that. It was an event at his work 
And then it was nothing. I mean, we lived together. So it's not like I just attributed it to the fact that we were saving money or blah, blah, blah. But fast forward to the near and near present. It, it was the same feeling. Like, I'm part of the gem. Don't you guys want a pretty face to advertise? Not that these ladies weren't pretty, but I mean, like, you really aren't celebrating. I, I'm part of your, I'm part of your gym, and I feel like I'm not being celebrated. I feel like I'm being hit. And I slept it off because I'm like, you know, I might hold those particular thoughts and feelings of exclusion, so, but it's not going to ruin my life. It's not going to hold. I'm not going to go all vengeance squad on you and say, why did you make photos of me? I'm pretty, you know, I, I'm not doing that. I'm, I'm a Gemini. So I'm going to sit, sit there and let you do you. And when you come up to me and say for why, baby, you better be ready for that whole evidence file to be dropped in your lap with me saying, have a nice read. Don't call me when you're done, because this is why. This is our conversation right here. This whole entire three boxes, baby. I got more if you need it, but don't come and talk to me. That doesn't. I hold that. I hold that to because again, I, I, there, I will expend energy on you to a point, but after I'm done, I'm done. If I if I've let it loose, take what I say, do with it what you will. Vaya con Dios, adios, okay. I finally become empowered. And I say, you know what? No more guilt for taking a night off and resting. No more guilt for deciding that I want my Friday and Saturday and Sunday because I want to spend, if I want to spend it vegging on the couch or walking or not doing anything, then that's how I'm going to do it. Like, I was so, I, I, I mean, at that point, I was done giving to everybody else. I worked essentially two jobs at that point. I'm still trying to figure out what's going on with my dog. And when I do, I, I'm, I'm still, this she's ebbs and flows. It's going to be a life of ebbs and flows. I know I cannot do this alone for the rest of my life. But I know I have to somehow gather that season and move and build on that endurance and that grit. I have, and I heard it explained even 
in a slightly different way. And I love it because that's it it, it it's it touches it's similar to Buddhist philosophy about staying calm in the face of flared tempers when you're tested the true mastery is to remain calm under pressure and it does it has a very very great value sometimes i let my dark side gemini come out and play with it and you know, it it might if you feel like I'm dangling a mouse in front of you or a carrot and then ripping it away, that's dark side Gemini using that. But I I generally use it for good, not evil. Um <laughs> I like most humans that I interact with. So again, I promise you meet a nice Gemini. You don't you, you don't want to meet the, the dark. Uh, but yes, I am often overwhelmed quickly and fast. I do not have a second to myself. And that is my epic struggle for me to overcome. That is why I like continuing to run because it is forced time by myself. That's why running by myself ultimately doesn't bother me, but it has affected my mindset in a race. It does. Like I said, I saw that guy cheering on his wife throughout the half marathon in October. I want that kind of love. I want that support. I deserve that kind of love and support. Like, if that guy wasn't so in love and married with his wife, I really probably, I don't know why he would have been at the race anyway. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I maybe I should have asked him if he had a son that was available. I, I was, I, I, I it's safe to say I walked around that area so much. I think uh, there was this one guy at the hotel, and he offered me food every time I would pass by. And he was at the race. I waved to him. I waved back. But I fully believe that if I would have passed that hotel one more time, we may have accidentally, he may have thought we were engaged, and that would have just been awkward. But it was so sweet. It was so sweet. I I hope the, the the gratefulness to that man, even though I did not take any of the treats he offered, I was so thank you. And believe me, I did strike up a conversation because I was I was not open to receiving anything other than just the off of the, the pure pure gym. I mean like it was it shocked me. It shocked me. I wasn't trying to be but it really does it touches me to my soul right now because there really was peace and kind. And 
I am feeling a little overwhelmed right now. Uh, weekend, I only had two days with my kids, this rotation. And it started off very raucous, rocky, and on a high energetic upswing. And like I said, I often spend my entire time working her out of her emotional ties and helping her helping her learn herself how to do it. But it was like me when I was if my emotional ties were so strong and hers are too. Uh, as a parent you wish you could just take all the time from them and instantly make. And I have the double-edged sword of where I can't really Oh, well, you didn't put that to me because it would just seem like I'm, I'm shifting blame or not using it as a struggle or whatever. And that's not what I want. I want her to learn how to work herself out of her But this is how I. This is how I've learned to calm my thoughts and underwhelm myself because of the overall chaos. Um, I to make a couple of decisions also that I I made the opportunity and I did not want to. But right now, like, I have a way of saying that right now, and not I know I, I have a lot of make another decision. I overloaded my plate. And I and take some off. I mean I'm happy to that's a job. I will I'm not stressed. I have such very Again, I'm not but it's something I am I was a I wanna become a yoga teacher. That is something that hits my mind. It fits my path. It fits even with three that I'm getting. And
it's, you know, it's just a way to develop my leadership in a way that I, that I promised my ancestors that I would. I promise here and now to myself that I will participate in the next school. I promise that I will step into the leading circle as I promised my ancestors, I promised them I would step into the leading circle and I will. I it but the hat was because it was essentially one of those intuitive feeling prompts that said this isn't the time. And because it's that instant feeling of relief when you make that decision and say it out loud. But that still doesn't mean it because I was I was Okay. Um, so next week I will be focusing more on the run. Uh, I'm going to take a look at my running schedule and see what mileage is planned for me. Uh, depending on how my body is feeling. I may try to amp up the run by a mile or two, and then just kind of take a moment to talk about the literal feeling of when endurance begins, when running, when running ends. And the endurance part begins. And kind of, kind of bridging to where is there an end to endurance? Is there belt to the endurance part? And going to be raw thoughts. It's not going to be scientific data. If there's any scientific data out there, I am likely going to find it three months from now. So if I say anything similar, awesome. But I'm not trying to not source anybody or take their information. It's like I... I, I promise you it will be it will be in rare Melissa form and raw better get that squirrel nut butter out Ooh. <laughs> see that's a marketing influence I, 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 it's good stuff it's good stuff but honestly Vaseline deodorant those things work just as well. 